Today is the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. And our readings today really gave us some different perspectives on being a disciple. Our first reading from the Book of Wisdom, and it really kind of outlines how tremendous God is. You know, his great knowledge, his ability to know things that we can't possibly know. Hard even for us to imagine the spiritual life. But through the power of the Holy Spirit, that wisdom comes down to us. Our second reading today from Paul's letter to Philemon. Paul is in a very uncomfortable situation. Onesimus, the runaway slave of Philemon, has been serving him for some time in prison in Rome. And he's writing this letter to Philemon to say, welcome him back, not as your slave, but as your brother, because he's really been a brother to me, serving me in my captive state. And then I love the way he ends that. I said, you know, really, if you're going to do this, treat him like you would treat me. You consider me your brother, consider him your brother, your brother in Christ. How interesting. Delicate situation. Of course, we don't know how Philemon took the letter, you know, in terms of, uh, well, are you really going to accept your slave as your brother? We don't know. But that's what a disciple is asked to do. Those two readings, Wisdom and Philemon, gave two perspectives on discipleship. That spirit of wisdom within us, that wisdom that you can't measure it, you can't save it, you can't touch it, but it is without price. Treasure beyond gold. Wisdom. And then Philemon, it's all about an uncomfortable situation. And that's another thing that disciples run into all the time. You know, when they're about ready to be thrown to the lions, that was difficult. I'm just saying that we all have our times when we feel like we're being thrown to the lions, and yet we follow Jesus. We follow his way. In our gospel today, wow, did that come across a little strong? Hate your father and your mother? Hate your wife and your children? And your brothers and sisters? How can it be? Understand this. In Jesus' time, the word hate wasn't what it means today. You know, you think of like you hate your enemy. Well, it was more of a, well, we prefer someone else as opposed to father and mother, wife and children, and brothers and sisters. And that preference, of course, is Jesus, to follow Jesus, to do his will, to do his work. That's the preference. We think how that plays out, because it's Jesus doesn't stop there. Then he goes on to talk about building a tower. You know, if you don't plan ahead, you know, you put that foundation, and that's all you have money for, and then leave it, you know, what good is that? And you think about that, yeah, you know, before you'd start, you'd kind of make sure you've got enough you know, uh, concrete blocks, you know, or whatever it takes, and the money to pay for all that, you do that. 
And then about the kings who are, you know, going to have battle. You know, can I hold those 20,000 off of my 10? Hmm, let me think about that. Maybe I should sue for peace now. Good idea. But planning ahead. Jesus is at a point where he's leading this mob of people, huge crowd. And I've got to just picture this. You know, he's walking on his way to Jerusalem, probably flat plains, you know, and all of a sudden he comes to a little rise and he turns around and looks like, wow, look at all these people here. Why are they following me? And you might ask that question. Why would they follow him? To Jerusalem? From Capernaum? Why? And you might, this might sound a little crass, but some of those folks were just waiting to see what's going to happen next. You know, the man's been working wonders all over the place, so, you know, who knows? Others followed him because of his spiritual authority. Others because, well, they thought he might be the one. Jesus stopped them in their, their tracks and said, no, no, here, let me draw my line in the sand here. I'm not asking you to follow me, to just watch. I want you to jump in and take part, to be part of this mission, to be a disciple. Down to giving your life, giving yourself to imprisonment, giving yourself to abuse. That's what disciples are called to do. Carry the cross. Do this. Carry the cross. Today, as we come to the altar to receive the body and blood of Christ, we might want to pray a little bit over that to think about what being a disciple means to us. Who do I put ahead of Jesus? My job, my family, my lifestyle. Gee, which is it? Jesus or the rest of it? It's about carrying the cross. As we come to the altar to receive the body and blood of Christ, we pray for the sanctifying grace to come down upon us, to strengthen us, to embolden us, to carry that cross to eternity, to everlasting life with Jesus. It can only be done by following him.